The podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about life, and life has its great times and the messy times. But let's be honest, we learn from the messy times. Not all content may be suitable for children and may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Oh, and we can't seem to stop dropping the F-bombs, so there's that. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I am Lori. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit. And today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Thanks, Ed, and welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to be doing today. The first part of our episode is a group discussion. This is where Ed, Lori, and I check in about how things are going and problem solve, support each other, basically just kind of overview our week. The next portion will be an interview. This is where the three of us will sit down and talk to someone about how they've struggled and ultimately how they've grown through that struggle. And through that, hopefully pass on some information that will be helpful to everyone. Today we had the opportunity to do a post interview. I hope you enjoy it. There's a little bit more insight after the story. You can contact us via email at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us through our Facebook page at Stumbling Through Enlightenment or on Twitter at StumblingTHROU2. You can also visit our website at stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. Please feel free to reach out and let us know how we're doing. We like positive feedback but negative feedback's okay as well. Mostly, we want to know what you guys want to hear. We want to know who you want us to interview, and if there are topics you want us to explore. Please enjoy the show. So guys, we're quite a few weeks now into the quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting because I've listened to some of the old recordings that we did when the quarantine first started, and... I know that how I was feeling about things then, as opposed to how I'm feeling about them now, have changed drastically. How are you guys doing? I, I think I'm right there in the middle. I think, you know, some things have gotten harder and some things have gotten easier over the last week. So um, I've had a lot of things to do. So it's really helped me kind of keep my brain occupied, which has been a lot easier. But it's just it's getting difficult i had to i went on a four hour drive the other day because i had to pick up my brother's truck and then i had to go get some chickens that i was getting and then i had to go back home with the chickens so i mean we're talking about like 140 mile trip one way right right and so it's it's a long trip and my youngest who is like not a rider was like i want to go he just needed to be out of the house. He yeah. hadn't been out of the house since it started. And they're all getting to those places now. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? My my oldest is like, he spent the first few weeks, six weeks, I don't know how long it's even been at this point, but he spent the first part of it just laying on the couch most of the time. This whole week, he's been, like, outside, you know, playing swords with his brother and, like... Right. I mean, doing all kinds of stuff just to not be inside. Yeah. We have this patch of woods next to us, and he, for some reason, thought it would be cool to take my uh, axe and cut down a bunch of the trees in it. (laughs) So, that happened. Um, (laughs) You know, but it's, it's... I feel more cooped up. And I feel like I'm running out of things to do. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And that has me feeling more anxious about the future. So I'm trying to stay really present in the moment. But like the other night, we lost power. And as soon as we lost it, I looked over to Jessica and I said, 
what if it never came back on? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right. What if what if this is it? Like we don't know that shit's really falling apart everywhere. Right. Yeah. What if this is it? Right. And I mean, you 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 watch these movies like I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I know <laughs> I watch that shit all the time. I, I know your too. movie collection. I do know. too. Yes, I, I, I watch I, the apocalypse now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. When are the zombies gonna start coming? <laughs> right, absolutely. Like, you know, and then so I mean, there there's that piece. I think for me, that piece is really where I'm living right now. Like from where I, when we started the 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 quarantine and, and all of all of the stay at home stuff to where I am now. I mean, I'm still going to work. Um, and I've gone through a little space of what if we never come out of this? I mean, there was a spot. Of course, we're going to come out of you this. Know, and of course we are. And I know this. But in the moment, I was stuck with right. all this other stuff. But I find myself not caring about what's going on. You know, some part of it is like with the COVID. Yeah, with the COVID, um, and and even how it's changed my life. I choose not. I'm trying choosing not to be fearful about it or not to let that fear affect me. I'm also choosing not to look at that fear. So half of it is keep your head down and just get through this. But the other half is is I have other things in my life that I want to work through. I have other things that I want to do in my life that are far more important than whether or not I can go shopping at Walmart every day or whether or not I can, you know, you know. Well, do you think that's, you know, like when you think about this time and we can't do all of those things all the time, like I I said a while back, I really miss going to the crystal stores, Mm, you know? Yeah. I love going to the crystal shops. I'm really missing that. But do you think that, you know, like I know for me, okay, I can't go to that crystal shop. So what I can go out and do as a means of escape isn't really readily available for me. And we all know, if you know me well, I don't like to grocery shop anyway. So I do that as little as little as possible. (laughs) I go get, you know, enough to last me so I don't have to go back to that store. So this is a time where if I'm not escaping, it's really a time where I'm doing a lot of inward thinking and reflecting and looking at myself and working through my stuff, which I also find It's really cool that we started the podcast right right about this time. It's worked out really perfectly for me to have all of that time for that inner reflection. And I think, you know, that's probably a lot of people are reflecting right now because what else have they got to do? I think that's part of why people are getting so angry. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the first time maybe they've had to for a fight. Yeah. That fight. That push. I got to look at me. I don't want to look at me. I got to look at me. I don't want to look at me. Mm -hmm. That was my thought, too. And, and of course, now we're we're seeing, uh, you know, the protests are starting to show up and whatnot. And I definitely, that was the first words out of my mouth. And I don't know who I spoke them to. I said, well, of course, they've been, we've been stuck at home. And for some people, no jobs. So they have nothing going on they're stuck with themselves for the first time you can do that for a week you can distract yourself with what with with movies and then with projects and then but if you are stuck for any length of time at home alone and you're not used to doing any of this work and 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 progression in that way then the walls start caving right so you need to what explode because macrocosm versus microcosm you know personally i know that if i am stuck working on me for too long in a very specific situation i will eventually blow up i will eventually go i need to stop doing this and sometimes the only way that i can walk out of that is to pick a fight or you know have a very uh, physical interaction, you know, something like really good yelling match is usually really good because I don't generally hit people anymore, but you know, yeah. Yeah. you know, but something that can like bring that passion and really distract me from, you know, from what I'm going through right now. Yeah. They end up giving you something to feel guilty and so Well, absolutely. And then it just creates another cycle. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. And then there's the rebelling piece too. Like for me, I like to rebel being told what to do. So I would never get that about you. That's been a thing yeah. since childhood. Yeah, right? so you know, since since being a little kid, 
I knew I didn't like being told what to do. Not that I could do anything about it, but I hated that. And so people are being told what they can't do. Right. So a lot of people will rebel against that because no, we're adults. What do you mean? This is a free country, you know? Right. So they're going to rebel because they don't realize they're rebelling because it feels righteous to them. Right. But we're rebelling being told what to do because we're not little kids and we want to be able to make our own decisions. So there's that whole piece of things too. And ironically, like that's the way that, that, that that's where you are. Ironically for me, I'm, I'm playing out the complete opposite pattern, you know, in a lot of ways in my life. I'm like, just keep your head down. Don't make any waves. You know, it's going to be okay. I'm used to that. You know, when, when, when my, my parents were in a bad mood or when, you know, I was having to deal with this uncomfortable situation, if I just don't be seen, don't be seen, don't be heard, just kind of do your thing, you know, and, and, and live with that. So there is a part of that for me too, where I'm like, I'm looking at people and going, would you guys just stop already? Just sit still, fucking meditate, you know, smoke some weed, what, whatever it is that you need to do to shut the fuck up. But please do that. <laughs> you hit Jason. I hit Jason, exactly. You know? That's yeah. how I kind of see everything. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, that's where I am. Yeah. So when people are going off on, I'm having a hard time in some time, some ways, with certain people having compassion with them because they're in this whole space that is either worrisome or anxious or full of conspiracy theory. And I'm like, yes, I could spend all of my time distracting myself with conspiracy theory or, or I could sit and say, this is my life. Whatever's going on out there doesn't matter. It's the, it, it's the story. The story doesn't matter. Yeah. This is how I'm being affected by my current situation. And I'm just going to kind of try to work through that or disregard it, depending on how I'm feeling in the moment. Right. But please stop whatever you're doing. You need to stop. This is the so ego. <sighs> you need to stop so that I am not affronted by your energy <laughs> so that I do not have to blow up and kick your fucking ass because that's the way I feel, you know? I've been having a lot of compassion for people right now because I because I feel like it's their inner child. It's So you just said, your inner child handles it this way. And I right. said, my inner child's never liked being told what to do. And everybody out there right now is dealing with their inner child. Oh, absolutely. And whatever the trauma is and however they've created, you know, who they are as a being... This is how they're responding. Now, yeah, look at all the type A personalities. All the go, 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 yeah. go, go, oh, go, yeah. go, 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 yeah. Now have to sit and be. Sit, 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 sit. You know, <laughs> and and like you say, oh, well, do those projects that you've been saying you wanted to do for 10 years. But it's it puts you in this space of, well, I can't go do what I usually do. Right. And so now I'm running around my house looking at everything that I've been saying I want to do. But that isn't really what I want to do. Right. So right. I don't know where to start. You know, so there's that whole piece right. of things. There's no motivation because yeah. it's still chores. Yeah. Right. And it's a hard time for people. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of work over the years with myself. And I understand my inner child is on screech right now i'm i'm feeling very cooped up at this point even though you know weeks back i i was enjoying the hermit energy of it i'm feeling like i want to go to a crystal shop so bad that if i don't right i may die (laughs) you know uh, let me let me just throw some ounce out there i i've got a hookup at a metaphysical store Uh, (laughs) i'm gonna be getting some black market prayer flags (laughs) (laughs) oh my yeah my prayer flags fell down and i'm like jesus i can't just go get them and then i was like oh Maybe I can message him. Yeah. And so I've got a black market hookup coming. Nice. That's awesome. Very nice. Good for you. Because yeah. we need our fixes anyway that black, we can get black, them. Black market know. crystals next. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I can hook you up because, mm-hmm. you know, they sell crystals too. Right? Yeah. But then you wouldn't be able to just go peruse. And that's the thing that I'm missing. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm missing. Going in and looking and having that speak to me. And then saying, what am I going to make with this? Right. Now, here's something interesting. 
You have tons of crystals in your house. Oh, so many. I wonder if when you're feeling that, if you might mindfully go through your house. I've been doing that. re-explore each little crystal that you have. Yeah, we've been, we've both been doing that. We're going through a touch and everything, looking at everything, touching everything. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's really brought back to, you know, you have them and you see them every day. So you might not notice how much you appreciate them until you can't go out and look at everybody else's too. Right. Right. And I keep going into our room where we've got all of our stuff set up. You know, we're waiting to do our shows again and touching all of that as well. So, I mean, it sounds like everybody's... I mean, we're progressing mm-hmm. yeah. at this point. Yeah, we continue to move through. Yeah, so... Well, what's next? Today, we are interviewing Edward Wilkins. Ed is a Reiki master teacher, a psychic, and a fellow stumbler on the path of self-acceptance and enlightenment. His journey has led him from childhood traumas into deeper parts of his being to uncover the light and beauty that he covered to keep himself safe. His path has not always been loving or wonderful as he has struggled with fear, anxiety, depression, and self-doubt, among other challenges. This has led him on a personal journey to discover his faith in the divine and the universal energy that ties us all together. Over the years, he has met teachers and found tools that have supported him in moving forward through some of the darkest spaces in his adult life. Each segment of his life has brought him new challenges and a deeper understanding of who he is and what he has to share. He works with his guides on a constant goal of accepting and healing his past and loving himself through it all, working with angels, ascended masters, his guides, physical teachers, and the divine, He is realizing and teaching the messages of beauty and compassionate self-love in a very human existence. Ed, we've named the podcast Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Why, what does that mean to you? So, last night is a perfect example. So, trying to be in alignment with the new thought, the new feeling of what I'm going through, like making this podcast and and recognizing that there's a lot of fear, but knowing that I'm reacting to it. So like last night I came home, I was tired, I'd worked a full day. And at the same time, I got home at like nine o'clock and I was up until three in the morning. And it took that long for me to sit there and actually understand that what I was doing was numbing myself. I was actually, you know, trying to escape because of the the fear that I'm feeling about today's work, you know, right. that we're getting through. And when I came into aware of, awareness of it, I could, I could work through it. So I, you know, I wrote it down, acknowledged it, sat with it for a while, and then was able to actually... The fear. Sat, sat with the fear, absolutely. Yeah, that's what the, it is. You yeah. know, and acknowledging that fear and making space for that fear. You know that it's okay to be scared and, and to have fear for trying anything new, and that's fine, but not letting it rule my life and my actions so your stumbling was the fear last night i stayed up until three o'clock you know so that i could be tired this morning so i could have tons and tons of excuses for like oh well this isn't done and that's not done and i you know i was up and late so i slept late and you know because i need those excuses or i felt like i needed those excuses to to be okay with any inadequacies that i was safe yeah 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 So, in last night's experience, you talked about having some fear working on this project. Mm-hmm. Where does that fear come from, do you think? Um, not having all the answers. Like, that, in my experience, growing up, that was a big thing. My, my mother, specifically, was all about knowledge. Knowledge is power, and you really couldn't prove yourself, and you weren't a good enough human being if you didn't know as much as you could know. So... I don't know anything about using the microphones. I don't know anything about using the the computer to make this work. I don't know a lot about the entire um, process of making a podcast. You know, we still didn't even have a name last night. And, and truthfully, I didn't even have my questions. So, like, I'm sitting there going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And, and that, for me, is still a very old habit not to know. And sitting with that fear in that moment... And, and in other moments that I've been trying to work through where I don't know, and it's okay for me not to know. 
you know, this is a learning process and we're going to, we're going to learn and we're going to evolve and I'm going to learn and I'm going to evolve, you know, so untrue to what I've been or true to myself, but not true to the nature that I have had in the past. I didn't, you know, go online and, 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 um, research, ev- research yeah. everything involved. So, you know, I escaped it and, and it was really just so that I, I would have, again, that excuse, well, I don't know, I didn't look it up but being okay with that too. So that was the major fear of that. There's also a major fear of being successful and how this is going to look coming up. You know, when this podcast starts to really go and 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 run, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to have enough time to even work a full-time job and then and then, you know, do all this, you know, this that that time piece and then there's also that, well, what does that look like and feel like to be a known entity? Even if it's only in like a hundred people's lives, you know, what, where does that, that go for me? What does that feel like? You know, what, and then all of a sudden I feel responsibility and, you know, so that's all that fear and then bringing it back, you know, when I, when I wrote my little, my, my, uh, my piece to that, to, to acknowledge that that was part of that piece is, is bringing it back and going, okay, it's not about them. It's about me. You know, this is my right. journey. It's the three of us sitting in your living room. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 my journey. And if it helps other people, that's great and wonderful and amazing. And that's a big part of what I want to happen. But but this is also about my journey and, and working through my fears and expanding myself and evolving, evolving myself. <laughs> that's not quite the right word. <laughs> so basically, what I'm hearing is all of this fear goes back to your childhood of not being good enough and less than. Yeah. When I just started the, the, the eBay over the winter, you know, and I did it just because, but I was, I, I, my own biggest stumbling block, believe it or not, was shipping. You know, so I didn't put anything on because I was afraid to ship because I'd never shipped anything like that before. And that right. was like... You didn't know it. Right. And, yeah. you know, and, and then I looked things up and I still didn't feel confident about it. And, you know, I even went to go see people in the in the post office. So, yeah, that, that less than and that not knowing. Um, so one of the things that I, I saw on Facebook and I've, I've been posting it every time I see it is, and it's probably one of my favorite memes right now, is uh, something to the effect of be okay to suck at something new. Or it is okay to suck at something new, you know, yeah, and that's that. really what it is, you know, and, and trying to be in that space. And that's that stumbling piece for me, too, is, you know, trying to be aware and to be mindful that it is okay and, and to self-nurture and to self-talk in loving ways around that, you know. And then having a conversation with, with my inner child, my little boy, you know, and, and I've been doing that recently because there's been a lot of fear because there's been a lot of new changes for me. Like, have you always just been an anxious person, or did you, what, where does all the fear come from? So the fear for me, and uh, really is, I mean, was a learned behavior. I don't necessarily remember when that kicked in, but it was very, very early in, you know, in my existence. Everything in my life, where I am right now, my anxiety that I considered was just background anxiety, no big deal, was really... Everything was a life or death decision. I didn't matter right. if it was, you know, are we going to serve peas with this dish? Or because I was, you know, working as a chef, are we going to serve peas or are we going to serve carrots with this dish? And that would, that would freak me out. Just that decision right. would cause anxiety and I would just ride over that anxiety. So that fear comes from my, the childhood pieces of, you know, uh, my parents, one or, one or both of my parents having issues with me not being able to make a decision quick enough because I hadn't made... You know, I hadn't um, gotten all the options in my mind and, and set out. Right. You know, and what's then, the right choice? What's the right choice? And yeah. it's, it's there's a right and wrong. You know, and and so the work that I've been doing for myself lately, specifically, is to really revisit that space where there is no right and wrong. It really is just an experience that I'm having, and and not equate an emotion or a less than message to it. This is an experience that I'm happy, having. If I like the experience, let's do more of that. If I don't right. like the experience, well, let's not do any more of that. What was it that propelled you into wanting to really delve into yourself? So my life was very abusive. Uh, my father was uh, very verbally abusive there was a lot of yelling in my household there was a lot of 
anger in my household. My mother had left my father years ago. Um, my mother was was um, looking back on it very emotionally abusive um, on a different level um, and, and, and more manipulative um, in a lot of ways. Um, and But I was safer with that and I didn't spend as much time. I mean, I felt I was safer with that and I didn't spend as much time with my mother. I actually looked to her as my savior, which in retrospect does not work. It was not a healthy move, but it was the safer of the two options for me at the time uh-huh. um, as a child. Um, so when I was 16, I moved out of my house. Um, so I, I spent the last year um, of my uh, high school career um, living in an apartment um, by myself. And I had support from my, my parents and, you know, but um, it was, and actually mostly my mom, because again, I had looked to her to be my savior. And I was incredibly depressed and, you know, teenage angst um, with all these things. And um, I started looking for something more. I started looking for a lot of other things. And so I I started looking into, um, like, different religions. Um, But then I was also very, very tied to my Catholicism. I was, you know, like I was an altar boy. I was a lector. I was a, a Sunday school teacher. I was a Eucharistic minister. I was... Um, a church organist, you know, I mean, I, I really did it all. I, I liked the structure, but it didn't really necessarily fill me. Um, and I met this priest who was a friend of the family, and, and they were like very, very seriously con- had a conversation that said, you know, he, where he said, you know, if this doesn't feel right for you, then go find what does. And so I started looking. And so I was living on my own, started doing a lot of the work on me and starting that. But I mean, I wanted to kill myself. I didn't want necessarily to. I wanted to die. I didn't want to kill myself. And I, I have this aversion to pain at the time. I mean, you know, I mean, like, pain was good, but pain was not good. And I, I you know, I didn't want to slip my wrists or anything like that because there's pain involved. Right. So there was, there was a lot of fear around that piece. So I acted dramatically around it to make it look like I was capable and trying um, just so that I could get the attention that I needed for my own self-worth, my own self-needing. What healing, healing modalities, what tools, what types of things have you been using in your life that you find beneficial? Um, long drives. Seriously, probably one of the most wonderful tools that I, I have and I still sometimes use if I'm in a bad space. I'll take a drive because movement is movement and it, and it really does help kind of jog that space and, and, and create that flow for me and then more so recently uh, really really trying to um, be good about meditation because I feel much better if I meditate in the morning I you know if I miss a day I, I feel it I absolutely feel it my whole day is is fucked up it's just I'm not present um, everything seems overwhelming. Everything seems out of control. So, and and then by that time, it's usually too late to, you know, I mean, I could try to do a meditation and I'm okay, but it, it's it's too late. The I've missed the boat with that. So if I can do that when I wake up in the morning, and then again now starting out the journaling, you know, I, I hated that when I was younger and when I was first tra- starting the pro. I absolutely fucking hated it. I just like to write my fingers would cramp up <laughs> it's not you your know, thing it was not my thing um but now i'm i'm doing it and i've been doing it you know truthfully it's it's not been that long i've done it on and off for years but i'm really working it right now and again i'm finding it so incredibly beneficial that i'm also not writing these huge stories you know what i mean right. i'm not I'm, I'm getting right to this is how i feel this is what it is for me and I'm finding a lot of times when I'm I'm in that space that I almost immediately come up with some sort of understanding about why I'm there, why I'm feeling the way I feel. Um, if it's anxious, I can I can identify it more once I've written it down, um, and then why I'm anxious. Um, so those are really those are really the big ones. And then of course, if you look around the house, there are crystals everywhere. And, um, and I practiced Reiki, and, and Reiki is another one for me. That that has been with me for a, a long time, and, and though I forget about it upon occasion, 
you know, and I won't, I won't do it for myself, but sitting with myself. And I've really started to come to understand that it's not the meditation. Um, like if it's not a, a good meditation, like it, my mind goes everywhere or it's, um, not long or whatever it is it's it's really the setting the time aside for me and making myself a priority of some sort you know even if it's just 15 minutes in the morning and 15 20 minutes in the evening I've set some time aside for me and finding that has been incredibly beneficial nice I know uh, earlier when he was answering, you said you find yourself not writing down these long stories. I know what you mean because we've we've talked about the long stories and I've done it too. But I know some of the people listening might not know what that means, um, what you were getting at. I don't have to write a long story anymore. Now I'm finding I'm just writing the small piece. So could we just go back to that so that we can sort of reiterate and clarify that for whoever's tuning in. <laughs> you know, it's more of, I was in this situation today and this is how it made me feel. You know, I feel angry because, you know, of a comment that somebody made to me. And I know, and, and I'll, I'll even justify it in my head, you know, in, in the writing a lot of times, I'm like, I know that this is triggering something in me but I don't want to look at it, or I do want to look at it, and, and what is this triggering in me? And then I can start to work through that. But by putting it down and saying, listen, I'm angry, I'm acknowledging it in a very real way. Or as I start some things out, like I'm angry, and then realize that it's not the anger that I'm really hurt, that anger is coming from being hurt. And then acknowledging that in a real way, because it's okay for me to be angry, but it's not okay for me to be hurt. And I still feel hurt. And so then finding out where that less than message is or where that piece is. But it, it's still a very, you know, it might only be five or ten sentences. But it's enough for me to acknowledge and allow space for that feeling. And the rest of the day is the rest of the day. I'm wondering, what is it that you're wanting to get out of the podcast? For me, there's a couple of things. Um, where I feel I am, um, I think that I need a catalyst. And I'm starting to understand that if I have an issue, a whole bunch of other people have the same issue. So sitting down with like you two is going to be a catalyst to help me stay real yeah. and move through some things. And definitely... Uh, is going to help bring up pieces that I don't necessarily know are there, you okay. know, or am not consciously letting myself see. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing really is something that I, I've noticed for myself, uh, and that's the more I repeat something, the more, you know, we talk about, you know, different different pieces, different tools that we use or different experiences that we're having, um, not only does that that help me go, oh, wow, you know, I hadn't thought about it in that way, but also the more I talk about the different tools and the different pieces and I'm reminded about that, the more that that keeps it in my consciousness. So I feel a lot of times like a lot of the ways that I view the world, a lot of the ways that um, I view the process for myself and a lot of the tools that I have available to me don't always, aren't, aren't always present. Yeah. So by repeating or being reintroduced to these different modalities, different tools, I'm capable of saying, oh, you know what, I haven't done that in a while and that would be really wonderful for me to work forward or work through something that I'm going through at the moment. We recently had the opportunity to catch up with Ed for a little more insight after the story. So Ed, that was interesting to listen to again. Mm -hmm. How did it feel for you to hear yourself talking about, you know, pushing your boundaries and kind of getting into to areas you don't even know exist. I know that's happened recently for you in relationship to when we're recording versus when we recorded that. Right. So just in retrospect, how does that feel to hear yourself talking about what you've now gone through? Yeah, it's 
you know, we, we, we shared a look as we were listening to it again and, and really, I mean, it, that's probably the most real part of <laughs> that interview for me is that that's what I wanted and now we've just played it out and it feels really good. It feels yeah. really good to be able to do that and to have this environment to do it in, you know, has felt really, really good. So, Ed, after listening to your interview that we did over a month ago now, right? how do you feel about where you were at during that interview, like emotionally, mm -hmm. in comparison to where you're at today emotionally? Well, I think, you know, listening to the interview, I it's easy for me to look at that and think to myself, well, one, I had a few moments where I was a little close to, to breaking and it was very much in the very beginning of when I'm trying to be open and vulnerable with this entire situation, with my life. But I listened to it and I'm sitting here thinking, wow, that was a lot of talking head. It was very much, I was telling my story in those moments and there were a couple of moments where, like I said, some emotion broke through, but it was very much just me talking and telling my story. There was nothing, nothing there at all. I was actually kind of numb to it and listening to it. I had a little bit of cringe for it, but not because of the subject matter, but more because I'm sitting there again, thinking and judging myself, you know, you didn't really feel anything there, did you? So right. that's not the work, but I think that it was necessary to one it, it's a starting spot but it's also necessary to get me comfortable with what we're doing now so with some of the stuff that we just talked about recording and 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 some of the stuff that we're we're working through and working through it's i'm that much further on in the process so if i hadn't done that i wouldn't be able to do this right um one of the things that domino <clears throat> yeah absolutely yeah. dominoes one of the things that is important for me is to try to stay in that feeling space while we do this because the feeling space will happen one way or the other and I would much prefer it to happen here with you guys than it would be when I'm alone and listening to it and and working through it for sound quality or or whatever right um, because then I'm stuck in my own head about it you know right and there's there's no accountability there's no there's no no one is going to look at my face and say, oh, Ed, uh, you just you just did this thing. You know, you just zoned out or whatever. Right. You know, so I think I'm in a lot better place. There has definitely been some struggle, but definitely I'm in a better place right now in this moment than I was then. There was a lot more fear around it. There was a lot more fear around around being vulnerable, being open to some of these these things that have happened to me and the experiences that I experienced and what they mean for me right now. But being able to talk about them, even if it was in a numb point of view, has brought them to the forefront of my knowledge and my, my consciousness. Now I'm having to deal with them. You know, I'm having yeah. to look at them. It's a, it's a good it's a good change. It's, it's part of that evolution, you know. I can't say that I've blown through a ton of shit or anything like that, but I can say that there has been beautiful movement. And you've been mm. working with a ton of shit. Oh, so yeah. You might not say that you've blown through a ton of shit, but it has created the ability to see the shit that you want to work through. So that's pulling stuff up to heal. Oh, absolutely. My my habit, though, is, is starting to be interesting because I'm starting to have these conversations with people outside of this group, you know, and yeah. and they're catalyzing. You know, I'm not the one who's like, blah. Although that's my fear is that I'm just like spitting out. Somebody's like, how are you today? Well, I'm working on this fucking piece of shit in my life right now. And uh, it's going really not so okay. How are you? You know, the other day, someone, one of my coworkers asked me a question and we, we, uh, so I, I work in residential care and uh, one of our participants had a meltdown and my coworker came to me and, and to ask about the trauma, if we thought that that was catalyzed by trauma that had happened in his history. <clears throat> and we talked about that and that was fine. And then my coworker went away and then my coworker came back because I had had a reaction to something different, a completely different uh, situation that day. But he asked me, he said, so now do you think that that could be part of your trauma? And I went, holy shit. Nice. You know, so I then explained to him the story and, and we talked about it. And it was like an hour and a half conversation. And, and this guy is 
not necessarily somebody that is into delving into people's traumas and behaviors and that that part of life and he doesn't do it for himself you know that's not really part of who he is he's just starting to really look at that you know um, but he can't remember most of his childhood so it's very interesting to, for him to see and he, he, we were talking about that too it's very interesting for him to see me going through parts of my process because it kind of gives him an idea of looking at himself and what his behaviors come from where his behaviors come from the uh, mirroring yeah in a very real way it's it's already brought in some you know this into my life where people are now asking and i'm like okay well apparently i need this i'm creating the space for it i'm manifesting the space for it yeah and i don't have to right. sit there and like as you move into being ed as yeah. opposed to ed at work ed at home ed in the community right just being ed just being me yeah yeah and that's going to be a beautiful thing, isn't it? Because that's something that you and I had talked about, you trying to figure out how to do that comfortably. When you're visiting people, how can I just be me? Right. Being on is a big responsibility all the time. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge. It takes a lot of energy. It does. Yeah. And that is probably one of my, it's not even one of my, that is my biggest safety mechanism as we heard in the interview, you know, there, we touched upon different pieces. Life was like a, con a continual episode of abusive potential, you know, right. the, the wrong moment, the wrong state. And, and if I showed any weakness, then that's when it would come through, you know. But if I showed strength, then I was made to feel like I was the abuser, you know. So having that, that space is being on where I'm happy but not, you know, not necessarily, uh, you know, overly energetic in any, you know, I'm not okay to be angry. It's not okay to have a wrong day. It's not okay. You know, so I, yeah. I will hang out with, you know, with, 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 you know, Jason and your family. And, and, you know, we've talked about that and, and I've hung out with you, Lori and, and everybody else too. And I, I have this like different version of myself that goes to each of these places. Yeah. And that is exhausting. It is exhausting. It is exhausting. And I have not really realized up until like the interview and we started this process exactly how exhausting it is. Yeah. Because it, it really, really is. And now I sit there and I'm thinking, well, I don't want to go see people. <laughs> because that's so much easier. Well, that's where you the know? hermit energy comes from when you're on all the time and you need to rejuvenate. Right. So that's where you kind of... Right. You know, and I've always said that I'm retreat. An, I I empathize. Right. I've always said that I'm an introvert, but really, I'm I'm not an introvert. I'm just when I'm being extroverted, I am completely and utterly exhausted at the end of it because of. Well, the you're need. not. You're not even extroverted, right? Right. Well, that's right. true. It's not me. You're not involved. Right. 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 Exactly. Right. It's you're, not me. You're playing a role. Exactly. Exactly. And to be constantly acting a role, I mean, that's exhausting i mean i i've done theater you know right <laughs> you know getting up on a stage for an hour and a half and doing it in two scenes is like i'm spent right you know what i mean like to go through life having to or not having to but to go through life coping that way mm. has got to be exhausting energetically mentally physically so I mean, I'm just excited to see where this goes for you so that you can actually figure out who you are. Right. Because right? all of these labels you've always given yourself are in relationship to a lot of this baggage around this issue. Oh, yeah. So, like, are you really an introvert or an extrovert? Right. We don't know yet. No. You know no, what we I mean? don't because, like you said, it's, it's something just a role. to discover. Right. I'm, I'm super excited and I'm super proud of the work that you've done to really move through stuff and not just move past it. Right. You know what I mean? But to really be available to really move through this stuff and not just to do it for us. Right. Right. And, you know, Long before we decided to do to do this uh, the, to do the podcast, you know, Jason, you and I had talked about you know at one point in time it becomes just a force of will. Yeah, I have to be willing, and I, and and it is it's it's very much a mindfulness to 
continue to do the work. And the payoff at the end of, of accepting and feeling and, and really working through a piece is beautiful. It's really wonderful. It's very freeing. But in the moment, it, it, it can be incredibly paralyzing. So uh, one of the things for me that I've had to really be sure about or to really be careful about is to allow myself the time to do the process, you know, to actually nurture and say, okay, it's been a rough day. I've, I've dealt with a lot yep. of shit now. Now, if I want to go and watch a movie and escape for a few minutes, you know, that's, that's okay. Right. Just kind of relax and, and just, just literally just be, you know, taken away in that moment, knowing that tomorrow when I get up, I will start working on it again, but it's, it's yeah. a process and I'm excited about it and you know one of the things that we've talked about too is at one point in time we've all said this is fun and I'm always mm-hmm. sitting here going no no it's not no it's not but it, right now it is it, it is. really feels fun it really maybe not in the moment but but as the whole process as a whole it's really feel, felt fun yeah you know it's exciting I, I think when you're gaining insight as opposed to just running right yeah that's where that joy comes in Mm -hmm. you know if you can go in from the perspective of all of the story around this doesn't matter right what matters is what i'm getting out of it yeah right it sounds super selfish but that allows you to bypass the story yeah right and to just get the seed right as long as you just let the story be whatever the story is right and that seed for me has really been, you know, it's, it's about that, it's that emotional piece. It's really that, that what I'm feeling in that moment, which is when, you know, I'm hanging out with people or I'm somewhere else. That's why the, the, the role exists, the mask exists, because I don't have to feel anything in the moment. Right. And more importantly, I don't have to choose what to feel in the moment. You know, I don't have to say, oh, well, you know, you just told me this really sad story. Should I laugh at it because it was kind of funny? Or, you know, is that inappropriate? Is that, you know, and that's that ego piece, that super Yeah, the fact ego. that you can choose an emotion to begin right. with, right? Exactly, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> My emotional catalog. Yeah, let's right. see. I'm going to choose pensive. Right, <laughs> right. You know, so that, I mean, that, that whole, that whole piece, that thought, instead of just experiencing. Right. You know, and then the, other thing that has come up just recently within the last couple of days which listening to this podcast or listening to my interview brought up for me because I listened to it again a couple of times now is that I have this habit or I was in this space just recently where experience okay right cool so I'm going to experience it and so I'm really struggling or trying to experience all of these things I'm not actually feeling <laughs> any of it, but I'm ex- it's, I'm going through a physical experience, it's, right. you know, because it's it's all about layers, so that's okay. That checkbox, right? right? It's that checkbox, exactly. You know, yeah. and we, we mentioned that, or I mentioned that in the interview, it's one more experience. And it's, it's interesting to me how all of this stuff comes around and comes around and comes around. I mean, even in just the month since I did the interview, you know, it, it, the stuff just came around. I said, like, oh, okay, I dealt with it. Nope, nope, I did not. It's right here again and a little deeper and a little deeper and a little deeper. So yeah. it's, been a, it's been a fun month. It's, yeah. it's been a trying month and a struggling month, but it, it overall, it's been a fun month. Very freeing. Yeah. And that's the whole point of this entire thing. We have talked so much about you, you wanting to give something of yourself in the presence of others right which goes back to that self-worth right right so won't it be cool if eventually maybe next week or maybe when you know you're 90 (laughs) who knows who knows as we work through it how long it takes us to work through our stuff but when you can just go be with your friends and just be right and not feel like you have to talk to them about this or help them with that or teach them about this or go do, you know, what, yeah, this thing that can somehow enhance their life because really your life needs to be enhanced. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you're here for, enhancing your life. For me, it's been interesting as I've started to realize that that mask exists, as I've started to realize, and and I shouldn't say realize because I've known it in the past on an intellectual level, but where I've really started to see what kind of damage and 
toll it takes on me, the yeah. weight of it. So I'm trying to like not be in that space. So what I've supplanted it with is completely being disconnected. You know, I mean, like, so the mask isn't there, but you don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. And I'm right. still not seeing it. I'm still not feeling it, rather. You know, right. I'm, just, I'm just, like, I'm just floating. And, like, oh, this person said this. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, I'm going to laugh now, you know. But there's, so there's, it's like the mask behind the mask. Right. You know, right. it's not just being it's still. It's a mask it's, for you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, Billy Joel has a song about that. All the masks we wear. So, of course, there's going to be a mask behind the mask. I have to listen to that. I don't know if I've ever yeah. heard that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's going to be a mask behind that mask. And that that's what we're doing is we're peeling it all away. Hopefully. Well, we'll have to hear that song at the end of the episode. Probably. Right. I was just mm. saying, we, that would Close be... it out with that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I really appreciate you being available for this conversation. I know okay. it's been difficult. I know we've done some other recording today that's been difficult. Okay, yeah. um, and you've done... You've really moved through it with some decent insight and some real vulnerability, which I appreciate. And I think it's made this interview even better. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. And you look lighter. I feel lighter. You I do. Feel lighter. <laughs> you do. You know. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, you can always reach out to us through our Facebook page at Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Follow us on Twitter at Stumbling T H R O U 2. Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.